not that cricket. Clubhouse and podcast with Larry Kudirai, Darlene Tambanadze. This is like a thing now, right? Yeah, it's been good. <laughs> I've enjoyed our time together, always. Oh, you say you've enjoyed. You make it look like it's, it's done. Like, uh, well, no, enjoyed means that like the stuff we've done so far has been, for me, really good. For me, anyway, really good content. Uh, and I've enjoyed the making of it. Uh, um, and I hope, it, I, I, I'm sure I'll continue enjoying it. Okay, so first things first, we get, what we're talking about today is uh, there have been a couple of matches, matches in which Glamorgan and uh, Durham are in Zimbabwe, and then also there's the women's cricket that's been happening. So, uh, first and foremost, uh, Durham are here. They we're actually out here watching the Durham match against Southerns, and then the Northerns are playing at uh, Old Hararians. So, first and foremost, for me, the big big story for me is more of the fact that I'm happy that a lot of our Zimbabwean players are not playing against the players that they're familiar with. And this is sort of like a pseudo, pseudo Zim A type of situation uh, where you're playing because a, a lot of these guys domestically know each other and therefore you can end up making runs against people you know. But this is like some of these guys have never been played against someone who's not from Zimbabwe, unless you talk about people like Kieran Carlson and um, and uh, you know the guys who've come and played in Zimbabwe in the domestic. Yeah, no, it's good because there's a couple of really good players who are turning up for Durham. Um, I've been really impressed by um, Falid. I want to say who plays for Netherlands, bowled quite quickly today, and also got runs in the first innings for for Durham. Got a, I think got a, got to about forty odd. Of not many, um, and it's been good to watch. It's been exciting cricket. So when I look at it, it's the the exciting aspect about cricket is the aspect of I'm looking at these guys. They are they are a solid side, Durham. They're like like a proper cricket side. Yeah, they are. They play like the first division county, and um, and 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 it's. I think it's really important for young players. Particularly, guys like Clive Madande. Clive Madande played, got I think 20 odd in the first, in the second innings. Um, to just have a look at what else is out there, because often we tend to focus uh, a lot on what is happening at uh, international level, which is where he's got he's had a few games there, uh, and 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 you st- you, st- you sort of think that okay, I've, I've made a few runs, not not big runs, but he's made he's made some runs at international level, and you think that uh, you know I'm doing quite nicely, and then you you encounter sides like uh, county sides. And countrysides are, are fully professional teams, so you, you often encounter some really, really high-quality cricketers there. And um, we've seen that Northerns have really struggled playing in this game. No, when I, well, it's South here. Northerns is the other team. The Northerns is doing a, a, a much better job today because, I mean, the last time I checked, they had made 266 or something like that. And... Uh, They'd gotten seven down for 100 and 140, 150 against Glamorgan. Glamorgan is a second the county, but um, 
I guess this is kind of one of the situations where if you're Zimbabwe cricket, you're trying to figure out how, who you can trust in this. Because one of the things I, I like about the selection is that they didn't go and get your mainstay international players to play in the select side. It's almost like, especially for long-form cricket, it's almost like they're using it to figure out how we can find test cricket players. Yeah, no, I, I think it's good because you've seen, uh, we saw Takuto Anashi Kaitano got another chance. And I think it's good that he gets another chance because he's already proven that he's uh, international, like test quality. Uh, he's had a bad run of form the last sort of maybe eight months or so. But like, he's, he's a good player. And then on the other side of the spectrum, there's a young kid called Privilege Chesa. Um, took, four wickets, took four wickets and for me um, leg spinner Brandon Mavuta is probably the, 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 the leg spinner for test match cricket at the moment alongside Ryan Burl but uh, Ryan Burl missed the last test match that Zimbabwe played because he was doing like franchise cricket but I think it's very important that you have those that mix of, of talent um, and, and, and make sure that these guys are given uh, some hard lessons <laughs> It was really, really difficult. 400, I think they made in 60, 60 overs, 63 overs or something like that. This is like an insane strike rate. Yeah, I know. But like, if you go and you were to play, um, like watching, I was watching um, England playing against New Zealand. That's the sort of strike rates that guys are playing now at test match level. You know, um, So it's important for guys to learn to see that now, young, because privilege chess is probably about 23 or 24, um, has a future, I think. Uh, and it's important that he actually learns his hard lessons now rather than learning them when he's about in his mid, mid early or mid-30s. So I think this is a good format for a lot of uh, cricketers here. I also saw that Trevor Gwandu, uh, seen better that I rate, um, struggled a little bit. I've also noticed that uh, Ernest Masupu uh, playing the other game at Alderarians, uh, another seen better that I rate, had had quite a good day. So it's, it's nice to see a lot of these guys who've performed in domestic cricket be given these opportunities where um, it's possible that a lot of the guys uh, who are already in the test match setup, already in the one day international setup, got a, got a, got a, got a, got a run. So it's, it's good to see. I'm looking at uh, the big story, Jolod Kumbi and Faraz Akram. They just like really took this game, the, the game that is old Hararians by the, the scruff of the neck. Yeah, I know. And, and it's interesting that Joel Gumbi was in the uh, squad that went down to Bulawayo for the Test Match series against the West Indies, but didn't get a match. And uh, what he's gone and done is he's not whined about it and complained about it. Uh, one of those things that is my pet hates. But uh, he's just gone and made runs. You know, like when it mattered, he didn't, get any, he didn't really get a go in the T20 domestic series that happened last week. But what he did do is the first opportunity that they actually gave him to play. He went and uh, made runs, and he made them in style. He didn't uh, give a chance for us 140, um, and he played wickets or shots all around the ground. Um, played the ramp shot against the short ball very, very well, and what that then did is just kept giving um, Glamorgan something else to think about, which I think is very, very important. Uh, I think when we were playing four-day cricket, like when I was playing 15 years ago, played very differently. It was more about occupying the crease and taking time. But I think um, now it's a little bit more about asserting yourself on the opponents 
uh, throughout the, the you know throughout uh, the period of of the four day match. Um, yeah, so I'm looking at it, and I, I think that um, my takeaway from from that match, like uh, Faraz Akram, is proving that he has all rounder capabilities. He's like a bowler who can actually bat. He's got some fight in him. Yeah, no. Uh, for me, always an interesting cricketer. He's been close, always near to selection. Um, I think he did go on one tour, uh, but don't like quote me on that. Yeah, and then um, I think the the, the the general feeling is that you want guys who are a little bit quicker than Faraz Akram mm. um, for your international cricket. But uh, I think he's he's still got a lot to give to Zimbabwe cricket. Um, he might you know might not play much more international cricket. But I think it's important that guys like that, whenever they perform that well, are rewarded in whatever way you can reward them. So when you're looking at it, uh, the next test match is possibly Ireland in October. Do you think this is like a... For those guys who maybe didn't perform so well, is this like a last chance saloon? Or do you think that the the selectors aren't even looking at it like that? Well, I, I don't really consider like lunch large, large chance saloon uh, you know because i think as a cricketer you're always one game away from like brilliance like most guys that i know i mean if you're good enough to be playing for whether it's tuskers rhinos or eagles you're probably one game away from brilliance mm-hmm. um, and then often um what we've seen in the recent past in particular in zimbabwe cricket is that if you do play well there are rewards uh, a lot of people have been quite critical of the fact that we've given out uh, debuts and yeah. caps and stuff like that. But I think that a lot of the guys who've earned those caps, um, I'll go Brad Evans. I play I play club cricket with Brad Evans, um, one of the hardest workers that I know. Showed up when um, most international cricketers don't show up for club matches, but he was always there, always available, always keen, uh, and and ran in was whole harder the whole time. So for me. That, that, that made, as a cap that made sense and then he's had key performances uh, wickets in Australia wickets against India at Harare Sports Club so um, you're rewarding guys who've performed in domestic cricket and some of them have actually gone in and performed in international cricket Tsiga um, Tafazwa Tsiga got uh, batted really nicely to, to save a test match um, didn't make many runs but it was the nature of the runs that he made I think for me that were something to really really applaud uh, comment about because I think he really got in, worked hard, and uh, played with a lot of discipline and self belief. Uh, self belief is so important um, because when I look at Tafazo, uh, not uh, Gumbi, as well as Faraz Akram, I talk about it, Premier Chessa and their performances, when you're able to play unfamiliar position uh, performances that sort of gives you the the confidence that you can go and do big things because a lot of these guys is like being big in your local area you, you're just a guy who is just like one of the dopest people in your area but now if you can go do it against people who you don't know that gives you confidence enough to have conversations and we, we can exist in conversations where people say no wait uh we need to have a look at you um, when we have the next internationals and that's why I think for me two things is the playing these county sides is important and it should be an annual thing um, 
also maybe creatively maybe even have some of the uh, select sides going to play cricket in in England as as a, a part of a pre-season it's just for a different environment it's not just necessarily about being able to deal with people from an, a, a pitch you're, you're familiar with but also trying to play those guys in a different environment I mean like it's ideal for a couple of reasons for me um, because I know that Zimbabwe cricket is ambitious. I know that we want to, we consider ourselves capable of actually winning World Cups. Um, I, I also think we consider ourselves capable of uh, beating like test nations, like the big test nations. So it's very, very important to start to state state those claims in games like this. You know what I mean? Uh, we, we've had uh, just uh, Joelud Gumbi and Faraz Akram. Okay, but I think as guys play more games of this nature, you're going to start to see more performances. You know, um, Privileged Chess was a little bit expensive, but he, he, he got a lot of things right. I mean, to take uh, four wickets in, a, in, in against guys you've never played against, etc., etc., it, it's, it's a good, it's a lot of really, really positives to take from that, you know. And I also think that uh, we've had some other instances, like um, Tanaka Chiwanga played in this uh, game here at Tarare Sports Club didn't bowl to the standard that we would have liked that I would have liked okay but what it is is giving him information that if he's halfway decent cricketer he's going to go and process that information and make himself a bit of cricketer from, from it um, and I think it's really really important to, get, to have games that upset your world view uh, because knowing that your world view is incorrect is the most important experience you can possibly have because as long as your worldview is correct and you have confirmation, confirming information that is correct, you don't need to really change much. But when you realize that actually, well, hang on, my worldview might be incorrect, then you've got to go and do a little bit of extra work and a little bit of extra thinking. And I think it's really, really positive to have, um, you know, like input you, you, you ordinarily wouldn't have. I'll, I'll, I'll just a final on this, so then we can go on to the, the women's game, is to say, I. Results are important, don't get me wrong, but um, I, I just kind of feel at some point the, the, the bigger thing is the lesson. And uh, I, I, look, the, the only kink in the armor, I don't know, chink in the armor, sorry, that I would, I would say that the guy who wins the next time that, the, um, you know, these county sides come here, the guy who wins the um, Logan Cup, gets to be coach a Northerns or Southerns team. I'm happy that you've got um, the uh, Zimbabwe assistant coach coaching one of the sides. means you're, you're testing him to hold a, 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 a situation. But I, I would have gone in this particular uh, match with having Douglas Hondo as the head coach. Because that sort of kind of gives those guys who are in the, the who are head coaches for teams a carrot that you get to play to, to test your wits against some of these bigger teams so then therefore it's like what you know the the NPL you win the T20 then therefore you have a chance to play in the the national T20 I think from a coaching perspective that could be a carrot that you can use for a lot of these guys who are play who are coaching the d- domestic uh, Logan Cup
Yeah, I do agree with you, but I think what I know of Dougie Hondo, he's not going to take this as an insult. I know that he's the kind of player who can, can contribute even as, as, as the situation is as, as it is. And I think that's where he's gonna, his focus is going to be. Because I think too often we spend, uh, as cricketers, um, we spend a lot of time focusing on what wasn't done right. Okay. Sure, sure. But I think what has been done right is that he's in the change room and has the ability to influence outcomes. Uh, might not influence the outcome of this game because I think uh, this one's going to be Durham quite easily uh, uh, here at Harley Sports Club. But what you can do is you can change the direction of one cricketer's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and get him to the point where he realizes that uh, whatever happens in the external environment, I, I, I can still make my own choices. You know, and, and, and often the best way to do that is the best way to teach that is to demonstrate it and how you respond to this. Because yes, you you're probably right, he should have been he might have been given this um, northern side. He wasn't given it. What you've got to do is turn up <laughs> I keep calling it northern side. But like what he he's gotta do is turn up, be positive, find a way to add value. Um, and, and maybe not in this actual game today, but like what it is is often it's just like um, there's two or three words, like sentences that you remember uh, 18 months later. You know, when a guy was to- told you something that was positive um, and, and, and um, accelerates your growth. And I think that's that's a really, really wonderful position to be in. I, I, I personally would love to be in that change room in any capacity because, yeah. you know, you'd understand that, okay, well, uh, whatever, this is what happens. Um, sides, great sides, better sides than, than Southerns have lost games. So, um, it, Australia have lost games in India, okay, but if somebody within that change room has figured out how to find a formula that turns a series that was probably going to be 4-0 into one in which you're 2-1 down, a very, very different uh, kettle of fish. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, we're going to come back, we're talking women's cricket. Hi, this is Carl Mumbai, and listening to the Club Aussie Podcast. Okay, so we're back. Uh, the Club Basen podcast, the podcast that gets you close to the, the Zimbabwean game. Uh, we're here actually sitting here watching, uh, you know, Durham against Southerns. And it's very heavily, you know, Durham at the moment. By the time you listen to you, probably Durham have won the match. But we're going to talk about women's cricket. Women's cricket is currently happening in Kwekwe. And uh, that's an important development aspect of, of Zimbabwe cricket. Uh, the first round of matches saw wins. I was worried about Tuskers uh, after the first one because of how few runs they make. But but they've come in in the second round and they have gotten wins. And it's the same thing with Eagle. I, I think the dominant team is going to be Eagles, even though they lost the, their second match. But the I guess where I want to go with this <laughs> is to say... The, uh, the the existence of the women's uh, cricket tournament for me is a big plus. Uh, as much as I just think that they should have a lot more games and actually should have like two day, three day games, and so forth. We, we I mean, they did the northerns versus the southerns uh, games, but I think a lot of these kids, some of them are 13, 14 years old, who are very talented, would understand more about the game if they played more long form cricket. No, I, I, I do agree with you, but like the other thing is um, maybe I'm focusing on pro- positives today. I think the uh, 
thing we have seen in the last sort of 18 months is the women have had a lot of cricket. Uh, they have had a lot more cricket, I think, repetitively than I've seen for a very, very long time. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's a good thing. Um, and then what you've then gotten um, happen is they they went and tried to qualify for a World Cup and didn't manage to do that. But that was good because what we've got they got from that again is more information. Um, how do we qualify for the World Cup the next time we have to we we get given an attempt? Um, and, and it's really really important. And I think the other really really nice thing is you've got a, a nice balance of experience, guys like. Chipo Mugeri, Tiripano, all the, all the um, players Marianne, doing yeah. well, Mirian Musonda, and then you've got at the other end of the... Uh, Kelis Mlovo, uh, you know what I mean? Michelle Mavunga, mm. what else can I mention off the top of my head? Uh, you've got Belav Biza, yeah. who's doing very well, um, Olinda Chari, just, yeah. uh, even the... the uh, yeah so like for me I think that's a good thing is that like what, what, what you've got is you've you've you, you, you I think we're in, a, in a sense what I'm saying is I think Zim cricket is starting to get a few things right um, like I don't I don't think in terms of perfection okay because I think that pursuit uh, of perfection is for other people I'm I, you know I'm not an idealist I think really what they've done well is they've gotten both sides, the men's game, they've got a nice continuation of cricket for the men and they've been trying to get a nice continuation of cricket for the women. And it's I, about processes. It's it? about processes because what it is is you don't, you don't, you don't become world beaters um, on one season or one series. You become world beaters by getting three or four things right over maybe eight or nine years, you know what I mean? And I think we've started out in the right direction. And I think it's really, really important that it keeps being done. I think it's also very, very important. I know the women have test status. It's really important that we find a way to get them to play some four-day cricket, three-day cricket, so that they prepare for a test match and then have a series, like a meaningful series, maybe two or three test matches in a series, followed by some one-day internationals and some T20s. I think it's very, very important that we move in that direction. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really like the fact that the tournament also is not being hosted in Harare because we have a tendency of having a lot of our big games in Harare and it's good to give Kwe Kwe um, um, a, a, the opportunity to host uh, important matches. Uh, it, uh, key for me is like I, I, I had a soft spot for them even though I knew Australia couldn't win the World Cup. But I saw a lot of the girls in the in the South African team that got to the final, that played a gay matches as a part of an emerging cricket team um, that came to, to Zimbabwe. Yeah, and, 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 and again, we've got to now uh, like look for great ideas. I mean, that's a great idea, is emerging sides. We saw, for the first time, I think, in memory, we saw Zimbabwe under-19 women's team competing you know what I mean, in, at, at an under-19 World Cup. And I think that's very, very important. Those sort of things. It gives you information. Yeah, they give you information and then they create like a cont continuity. Particularly if next year you've got another Zimbabwe women under-19 side. And I think next year Kalisa Love is going to be 17. So she can get into that. <laughs> and then 18 and then, you know, she's got like another three or four years of, of, of playing in that. Yeah. And that's very, very important to actually have, allow 
that kind of continuity, a place where she can really, really define, redefine, define her skills, and then move forwards and then into the women's team permanently. Um, She's a special player, isn't she? I'm like definitely think so. Um, and 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 I've I've actually had the almost ignominious uh, pleasure of being knocked over by her a couple of times in nets. Uh, we, she practices at a place called St. Aidan's in Stungiza and I go out there and have a head every now and again and she knocked me over a couple of times and surprised me because she was actually that good because we, we generally don't expect girls to hit the deck and really make a ball swing around yeah. and I just walked into the net and I was like okay I'm going to smash this one and then look after the boys you know and she, she knocked me over so um, really really wonderful talent and, I'm, and she can bat as well which is so breaking news Kellis Lovoy has knocked over Darlington Matabanazo. Does that mean she's coming to take over his role in the podcast? I'm just saying <laughs> that's what she did. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's, it, no so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of exciting players. And um, Meran Musonda is, is, is continuing to play to keep really high standards. Chipom Geri Tiripano, Tasmin Granger as well, I think, has had some Rangers getting some runs. Natasha as well. As well, yeah. So I think it's important that you just have this like um, consistency and kind of continuity, because what what that does is it uh, if 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 a if a key core of of players performs consistently well, in a sense it's it's weird. It gives all the other players around them the permission to do well, um, and it's always going to be really really good for Zimbabwe cricket and women's cricket in particular if uh, a few stars do well. Not only that, but I'm just looking at it like, like if you're looking at there's a qualifier this year uh, for the T20 World Cup, and you know teams like Rwanda and so forth are improving, and we saw that in the under-19 team. Um, that also gives you information about how you prepare for the under-19 World Cup. Who, who will get there? And I'm hoping that there's a lot more cricket, not just in Zimbabwe but outside Zimbabwe. No, absolutely, and I and I think um, it's good that sides like Rwanda are doing well because what they 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 do is they challenge our position as a test test playing nation, right? Um, because if we are losing matches to Rwanda, if we're losing matches to sides like Botswana, it it's not good for Zimbabwe. It's not a good look. Yeah, it's not a good look, and 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 and, and that kind of information is very very important because you just need to make sure that you don't make a habit of stuff like that happening. So I think it's a good thing that um, other African teams are taking over the, the women's game. I think we are a little bit behind the big nations. Like Australia, for me, are fully professional. Um, and I don't think Zimbabwe cricket has gotten to the point of professionalism. True professionalism in the women's game. Okay, some excitement at the back. There's a cricket match going on. <laughs> so I think it's just uh, Tanaka Chivangas just had a big one, hit a hit a boundary. Uh, He's shown recently that he can bat. No, definitely, and um, oh, like definitely looks like he's uh, he looks like the kind of guy who keeps working on his game. Um, my favorite cricketer is men's game is Innocent Kaya because every time I see him, he's working on his game. Um, and then um, Tanaka Chivangas is another one. Like he keeps improving, keeps getting better. Ernest Masuku is another one, keeps improving, keeps getting better. That's another shot, it's gone for a four. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, as it stands right now, Southerns are 160 for nine, and it's uh, Tanaka Chiwanga, 
is uh, 14 not out. And uh, Brian Bennett, who's played quite nicely, is 25 not out. That's an understatement. I know we're just moving away from it. The understated fight is, guys, Brian Bennett got in because of a concussion injury. I can't remember which player it was for Mountaineers. But that has to happen a lot more. Like the other 19 players, got to integrate them a lot more into, into first class. No, definitely. And, um, and because what he's also done, particularly in this uh, instance, he's, he, he's shown that he's actually got what it takes to make runs here. Um, he's batted for a while to get to 25. Uh, and, and most three-day cricket is about taking your time. And then you want to probably bat for about four or five hours to make runs is ideally the minimum maybe even six hours to get runs and then uh, he's, he's he's shown the ability and the willingness to do that which is a good sign cool finally your socials again uh darlington matambanazo at twitter uh and then it, uh, it's darlington matambana at twitter because matambanazo just doesn't fit like in that like middle one yeah <laughs> and then Dar darlington matambanazo at uh, facebook Facebook, and then uh, I am also on uh, Instagram, Darlington Matambanazo. Cool, Larry Quidera here, find me anyway. And then uh, also on Twitter, we are at Three Men on a Boat, on Facebook, at Three Men on a Boat, on uh, Instagram, Three Mob.com. Three is a digit, the rest is just you know, letters. <laughs> Otherwise, take care of yourself, the people that you love. My name is Larry Quidera, and I'm Darlington Matambanazo. As I say, from where I come from, Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 